live from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Major Jamie Satterley, and in today's podcast, we are sharing an interview with Triana Levi. Now, Michelle Katsaris, our production coordinator, was able to meet with Triana and talk about her story, kind of how she came to the Salvation Army. Uh, That happened when she was just 11 years old. Uh, And from that first night when she entered a Salvation Army Corps, uh, she was received with love and with care and with kindness. Um, And this this community kind of engulfed her and made her realize that, um, you know, One of the purposes of the church is to encourage each other, to lift one another up. And because of that experience that she um, she had there at the Salvation Army, um, it inspired her to kind of provide that same kind of experience for others. And so now uh, Triana has kind of moved from member to mentor and is now uh, providing that same kind of experience to younger generations. teaching them to lead with kindness and with grace. So we encourage you to take a few minutes, listen to our interview with Triana. So why don't you go ahead and first and tell us a bit about yourself. Um, my name is Triana Levi. I'm from Louisiana, but I've been in Texas since about when I was 11 years old, I moved to Texas. Um, right now, uh, currently I'm attending Grace Christian University and my major is human services. Um, I have a passion for music and people, which led me to what I uh, do today. And then how did you meet the Army? So I was about 11 years old, and I was invited to character building, which is youth night. And then I eventually started attending the actual church service. At that church service, we were able to eat. So I'm like, of course, I'm going to come back because we can eat every Sunday. But uh, camp is what really brought me in. I got introduced to camp. Um, I was talking to my lieutenant about band camp. I was in band in sixth grade and I played the clarinet. So I was telling him, I was like, yeah, it's like really expensive to um, go to our music camp. So he told me about conservatory, which is a music camp. Um, I went to conservatory about five years and I fell in love with music. And um, I've been to junior councils, youth councils, family camp, um, TMI, TY, and then eventually I started working as a counselor. So camp is what really brought me into the Salvation Army. Can you tell me a little bit about your role in the Salvation Army? So currently, I'm a ministry coordinator. I started this position in February of 2021. Um, for my position, I plan and organize different programs, and those programs are music and arts, um, youth night, we have a college night and a teen night, and then I organize praise and worship. So anything to do with the youth, I plan it out and make it happen. That's awesome. Do you like working with like the youth and the younger generations? I love working with the youth and young. That, that, that's my preference is to work with the youth. Why is that? Um, because I feel like when I was a, when I was a kid, some of my leaders they kind of didn't break certain things down, and I wasn't able to understand certain things. So I feel like um, I'm able to do that for them, and I'm able to make them understand certain things that I didn't understand as a kid. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it goes to say, too, is that the younger generations are going to be the future of the Salvation Army. So it's important to teach them, um, especially in ways and areas that you weren't taught yourself. What are some of your favorite and least favorite parts about the job? I think my 
my favorite part about the job is sharing my uh, gifts and my talents with them so that they're able to do the same and kind of bring them out of their comfort zone to uh, like performing and stuff like that. Cause I teach them that we don't perform to, you know, like, you know, like a concert, like that's not what we do. We perform to, to worship God and to help people follow him and, and stuff like that. Definitely. My, I don't really have, I mean, I've just started the position, but like I've been volunteering for this position for like three or four years. And then I finally start working for it. But I honestly don't have a least favorite, but if I had to choose a least favorite, it would be not having enough programs or like not having enough time to do enough, like more programs, but that'll be it. Yeah, I totally understand that. And it's hard, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize how much the Salvation Army does. And we already have so many programs in place, but there's always room for more, you know. Right. So it's hard when you work for a nonprofit because you want to see, um, you know, the program expand and grow. And sometimes it's just out of your hands. Right. Um, what are some of your hobbies outside of work and school? Like I said before, um, I have a passion for music. Um, I enjoy dancing and singing. Uh, mostly dancing, though. Um, I have a strong passion for dancing. I also enjoy painting and drawing and um, hanging out with my friends and family. And what projects are you currently working on? This can be personal, it can be for work, just any anything you're working on that you're excited to share. Um, so right now I'm working on getting a Music and Art Sunday ready. So for uh, we have a Music and art, Arts program on Sunday after church. And um, our music and arts program for the first session, we have art and we have um, drama. And then the second session we have, no, the first session we have art, drama, and we have band class, so beginner band. And then the second session we have uh, dance, uh, high and low dance. And so on that Sunday, they're gonna present all the pieces that they've been working on for, um, for this past semester. So we're working on getting all that together and um, getting that done. That sounds exciting. Is it a lot of work or is it like because it's fun, it doesn't really seem like work to you? It doesn't really, I have to get like all the material ready for like each Sunday. But like, honestly, my job is really fun. So it doesn't seem like a, a job to me. So like, I don't think it's hard at all. It's not a lot of work only because I think it's, it's like, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, definitely. That's the best part. If you have a job that you love though. Right. Um, who inspires you to do the work that you do? So I would say my mom. She passed away when I was 16. And um, before that, she was involved with the Salvation Army. And she always taught us to, to like, she always said, uh, do the work of the Salvation Army and give back to the people who did so much for us. Because the Salvation Army did do a lot for us. You know, when she passed away, it did a lot for us. And even before that, when we were struggling between, like, homes, and trying to eat and all that stuff, they helped us a lot. Um, and they actually helped us through the church side, which is why I'm like so passionate about people getting help through the church side. And I'm not like saying anything bad about the social service side because they do they do a lot. But like I got help strictly from the church side, so I, that kind of like stuck with me. And so she never really forced us to do anything, but she always encouraged us to help out where we're needed. That's, that's amazing. Can you tell me, well, first of all, I'm so sorry to hear that about your mom. Um, I know it's hard losing someone you love, especially a parent. Can you tell me more, a little bit more about your talking about like there was a time your family was in need and you guys turned to the Salvation Army. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you found them and like just kind of that, that process and, um, 
would you recommend, like, what would you recommend to other families who are struggling? I would think, uh, well, when I was about 11, we got offered to go to, well, we, they told us that we could go to camp and, uh, you know, there would be like three meals a day. And uh, back then I didn't really, we didn't really eat like three times a day. And I wouldn't say they were like, I guess we were considered poor, like me and my sister, we weren't really needy children. So we didn't really realize that we were as poor as we thought we were. And so I think the thing I would do for if I was, you know, one of those families, I would just reach out to your pastors and um, ask them for help. They're, that's what they're there for. They're, they're there to help you. And I would just um, just reach out, just reach out to them and ask for help. Definitely. I think that's the hardest part sometimes is people, they, they don't know when to ask for help. Right. So it's really nice. I was going to say, yeah, my mom asked for help anytime. Well, she, she started off, she didn't want to ask for help, but like they kind of noticed that we were struggling a little bit. So they, they kind of, you know, um, asked us like, do y'all need anything? They always asked us if you needed anything. And like, we struggled with like finding places and we didn't have a car or um, we were struggling to get food. So they always offered it to us. So if I was like the pastor, I would, I would like pay attention to like, pay, really pay attention to get to know your, um, your congregation. Yeah, definitely. Because when you have that community surrounding you, it just makes it easier, right. you know? Right. That's going to end this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow the War Cry and Peer on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. See you later. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.